calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you come up with the right one? No? What is We Love You Out? That's very kind of you. Thank you. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. B-I-G! Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. It's tricky to rock a rhyme. To rock a rhyme that's right on time, it's tricky. How is it? It's tricky, tricky, tricky. Here we go. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. Young money militia, and I am the commissioner. You don't want to start wheezy because the F is for finisher. Who you calling a bitch? U N I T E Y, it's a unity. Panda panda, panda panda, panda panda, panda. She's got eyes of the bluest skies as if they thought of they mad they ain't famous. They mad they still nameless. But we still hood famous. Yeah, we still hood famous. And now... Mavagine is special. Do you want to see it? Take a look. Our feature presentation. I mean... How do you that, follow that up? That was from my uh, one-woman Broadway show. Uh, never quite made it to Broadway. You and Alex? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, we did a battle rap, and then the whole like middle was about my vision. You used to have a show like, uh-huh. on TV where you did a battle rap oh. with yeah, celebrities. Same. Yeah, yeah. Same. And it was... Mean. What? Yeah, I mean, that was my show, but sure. Oh, it was your show, right. Yeah. Right, my yeah. bad. <gasps> That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Beach. It was Thursday morning. It is the 14th of November. All right, so... Um, <laughs> I'm just doing it ahead of time. <laughs> just as a preemptive strike? Kevin. Kevin. We all walked in here today just shaking our heads. Listen. Well, first, I looked around when I pulled in, and I was like, oh, I don't want sure. any spots open next to me, because mm-hmm. I do not want Kevin parking near me. Well, By the way, that, Jensen I, has I com- made fun of me before. I commonly do yeah. have, uh, like, I park, and then when I leave, I go, who's this maniac parked next to me? And always then, Kevin. Kevin, always. He's, like, almost... Like, uh, it's like he dukes of hazard into it. Oh, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's almost like he, he fishtailed into right. it in a quick sabotage way. <laughs> and and I don't get how he gets there. But then when I see something like what he posted on social media yesterday, oh my I, I thank my stars that he's never went that far. Uh, listen, I went to the CVS by my house. And uh-huh. the CVS by my house is very much... Uh, heaven's waiting room. That's what I call it. It's heaven's waiting room. People okay. who have parents or grandparents mm-hmm. that are just about to pass. Uh-huh. My belief is they put them in a car okay. and they just drive around that parking lot and at some point they go to heaven. Fatality. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to drive and they don't know how to park. I feel and like don't... you're already victim blaming the parking lot. This is true about the parking lot. <laughs> I don't even okay. see how what you've done could be the parking lot's fault, but go on. Well, but let me finish. So I pull into the parking lot, and there's a mm-hmm. there's an older woman that's in a car, mm-hmm. and she literally I can't figure out how she got into the angle that she got into. It wasn't like she was pulling mm-hmm. into a spot. It wasn't like she was backing out. Okay. She was somehow stuck, like strangely at a at a weird angle. So I paused for a second, thinking, "All right, well, I get." 
maybe she'll work it out. Uh-huh. And then I got a little angry and I went around her. Okay. I was like, old, right? Right. <laughs> Am I right? So then, you, you know, you have to battle three or four different cars that don't know what they're doing. This is quite the excursion to CVS. To get to a parking lot. No, yeah. this is every time you go to this CVS. Okay. It's all olds. Okay. I can just about walk. I can't hold a walk. I can't see too far and I can't hear too good. That's a manager. <laughs> Correct. Yes. <laughs> so I'm frustrated. Okay. And so now I'm sort of getting angry at people. I'm like, come on, it isn't that hard just to know someone's around you and... And stay out of their way. Okay. What's the big deal? Right. Be aware. So finally, I just go w- far away out to the edge of the parking lot, thinking mm-hmm. there's no one out there yeah. usually, no problem. I'll be able to find a spot. So I start pulling in, and I'm like, the, the parking, what do you call it? The It's kind of like the stopper, the yeah, cement block. The, the cement, the cement block. block, yeah. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking like, oh, that's gonna it'll stop my car at any second. You know, I'm pulling in slowly, okay. and then I'll get out, and I'll go to CVS. And it didn't happen. Hey, Allie. Yeah. Quick question, uh-huh. just while he's in the midst. Right. And this has nothing to do with the earlier woman. He just went to another spot, no, then drove no, over the No, she did block. not infringe on his parking in no, any no, way, no. shape, well, or form. She almost this has nothing is... to do with the picture we saw. The, no, this is yeah, all a different him. story. This is all him. It's, okay. I mean, yeah. it's uh-huh. okay. Yeah, no, Kev, go on. It goes to um, a frame of mind. I okay. was very condescending about <laughs> about the olds and how okay. I drive. Right. right. And then right. you became angry and then Correct. became an old yourself. And then I pulled in yeah. and that little cement block didn't yeah. stop me. And I was right. like, well, I mean, I guess I'm I'm pretty well parked. Question. Um, <laughs> whenever you pull into a parking spot, mm-hmm. do you rely on that to the stop blocker, you? Yeah. I mean, most of the time, if you pull in really slowly, it stops you and you're like, okay, good. Okay. I don't think I've ever like use that as the determining factor of oh I should stop now. I just know how to park. Right. Well, that's the difference between you and I. I don't ever want to be someone to standing behind that block. Also, I don't have a like I have a low profile vehicle. That so probably makes the difference. That makes a huge difference. So I park and okay. I'm angry at these people. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I walk into CVS and mm-hmm. the woman is still there trying to figure out now another guy has gotten out of his car. Hey, not, Allie, angry. Allie, uh-huh. quick not angry about the story he's telling. Yeah. He keeps going back to the yeah. woman, but the woman has nothing to do I with the way he parks. I feel like she's gotta have some It's frame of mind. It's just my frame of mind. She's gotta be punching a callback. Okay, gotta okay, be a cool. Callback. Just letting you know. Okay. Hey, okay. keep going, ma'am. It's just my frame of mind. It has nothing to do with it other okay. than I'm really frustrated by the olds. Okay. Right. Okay. So I go into CVS and I wait for about 20 minutes and I get my prescription and I come mm-hmm. back out and she's still sort of in the next aisle trying to figure out where to go. And I'm like, mm-hmm. man, still he's still uh, these of, these olds don't know how to, how to drive, how to park other people. It's yeah, like it's, he can't look at himself. And in then I walked back to my car uh-huh. and I saw that picture. I saw my car uh-huh. and that parking block, cement block right. was. Dead center. Yeah. yeah. It was halfway under your car. Underneath my car. Yeah. And first I stopped just for a second. And I was like, how could that have happened? Did they move it while I was in CVS? <laughs> That's my thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't my thought. So, but then I was like, wow. I, that, I'm a whole half, three quarters of a car length. Right. More God forward than I should be. Right. And it hit me right at that moment. I'm one of the olds. I'm one of the people, everybody else, they see me park and mm-hmm. they go, oh, isn't that sweet? Yeah. That guy's waiting to go to heaven. It's heaven's <laughs> waiting room. 
that guy just doesn't know what he's doing. And yet That's there you were attacking that poor woman. Really, really condescending. You hate to. what you've become. Yes. I didn't know I had become it at that point. Right. Until I came back out of the CVS and then I realized, oh, that might be the worst parking job I've ever ever had it's mm. it was impressive Ever. yeah it was so bad it was good yeah it, like... it came back around it definitely came back around if you were wondering about this picture um we have retweeted it on both at kevin and bean on twitter and on instagram yeah it's um it's, it is something it's kevin. some work yeah i will say this your car looks very clean it does thank I you i did mm-hmm. notice that thank i was you. like hey at least you washed it <laughs> i don't know i was trying my car to give you is dirty something. a lot thank you for trying yeah, to give me no something. problem so when do you start walking around with werther's originals in your pocket and like i mean i feel like that's this weekend purple hair right yeah. okay i mean i'm i'm one of the people that has no idea what i'm doing when you pulled your car out yes you had to be you know, Very especially careful, careful uh-huh. not to then get it underneath your car. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? It went well. Okay. You just went back over it slowly. It went well. He I... went to the old lady. He's like, can you help me back out? <laughs> I need some advice. I just put my hoodie over my head and just backed up. I was like, I hope nobody can see me backing up right now. Thanks, Good. honey, little grandpa. So Good that's Lord. a thing. So that, Kevin. So that happened. Yeah, it and did. And by the way, the time between when I parked and then came back and found how poorly I parked uh-huh. was a good 15, 20 minutes. Sure. Right. What is that? It was that to... way for a good 15 or 20. Sure. Minutes. Right. So. No one moved it for you. No. <laughs> you're saying. No. No. One. Kevin does not disappoint. No. Mm-mm. I just didn't realize, perhaps, that I had done such a poor job mm-hmm. of parking. Um, but then it did crack me up because it was so bad. Mm-hmm. So I took yeah. the picture. Yes, Alan. Um, from listener Matt on Instagram. I don't need listener Matt to weigh in. I volunteered at a Friends and Helpers event and watched Kevin hit oh. and run over an elementary school <laughs> bench. He waved in celebration. FYI, no children were on the what? bench. Kevin! Wait, was he talking? What? Is he- Hold on. Was he talking about a truck? Oh, I don't know. Which instance instance was he talking about? I don't remember doing that, although I don't doubt his story. Mm -hmm. But also, those huge trucks are impossible to drive. And I I had to drive them a few times. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea what I'm doing in those trucks. So I'd like to suggest... An elementary school bench. bench. Well, the elementary school was where we were holding the event. Oh, okay. It wasn't just a random elementary school bench. You you weren't just like trying to take them out like crazy taxi. You weren't just trying to find... (laughs) Okay. No, no. I'm saying like the gates were open and everybody was pulling in and... That's where everyone was parked. So what did, what normally sits on those benches, on elementary school benches? Elementary kids? kids? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, I mean, just, but they weren't yeah. necessarily there that day. Right, I mean. Necessarily. That's just necessarily. a detail. They weren't re- I don't remember. <laughs> it's really a detail. I don't remember I think them. we need to talk to listener Matt at some point. I don't just, think what did we need you to see? at all because mm-hmm. I, I'm just going to give myself the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Which I don't deserve at all. I don't right. think so. And I'm going to say it was one of those huge. Have you ever driven one of those huge trucks? A monster like moving truck? No, but I've I also haven't. I've never hit an elementary school bench, no, so I and, don't, I'm not really connecting with you. And I've never had to say it was probably when I was driving this truck. <laughs> also, there was necessarily no kids there. Absol- I've also never I mean, said that. Everything in any situation. Everything in this story, Kevin, is good. Uh, yep. <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? You need to stop it, and you need to stop it right now. I agree with that oh, guy. Him. Uh, we have tickets to the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas Night 2. Yay! Sold out Night 2. Yeah. Correct. Um, we're going to do that this morning. We have R.J. Bell taking a look at his picks for week 11 of the NFL. Mm-hmm. We have Get Up on This with Jensen, like uh-huh. we do on Thursdays. With a guest. Oh. Uh, and you saved a life. Oh. You saved a life. Wow. Kevin? We're going to talk to you this morning <laughs> about that. We will take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean. K-Rock. Time for our first look at what's happening with Allie. Oh, 
Christine sent me a text yesterday of a woman on our Instagram. Okay. Who who made a comment underneath the what three shows are you going to watch first mm-hmm. on Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. They were all different answers. All yeah. different. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Amazing. Her response was, I have my first Disney Plus and Thrust date today. Not sure what will be playing in the background. <laughs> Ma'am! Ma'am, how dare you? How dare you? I would like to say with that. Kudos. Mm-hmm. Kudos. You're, you're impressed by yeah, that? Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. All right. Good work. Disney Plus and Thrust. Yep. Um, Christine, if you knew, know her name, her actual. Oh, listener Anadina. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and phone number and address? Mm-hmm. Well, her um, her at is Anadina Right Meow. So, a lot going on with she's, her right she's there. She's ready to party, it sounds. She's, she's ready. She's a goer, uh-huh. is I guess what we're saying. Here's uh, here's the thing. Disney Plus just said that they have surpassed 10 million subscribers on the very first day. That's a pretty big milestone. Huge. Um, there are questions as to whether what numbers on those are the free week trial, mm-hmm. what numbers are the free... Verizon has a big deal right sure. now um, where you get a free year if you're unlimited and blah, blah, blah. Well, and by the way, all of you people that all of a sudden are doing all these free deals, mm-hmm. uh, how about for the people that signed up for the three-year yeah. deal early they, thinking they were getting the best deal? They timed that correctly. And Man. we're throwing it in our faces the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm like, oh. I, got, I got my own for $1.99. Yeah. My sick burns are such a waste now. Yeah. But I also have Verizon, so now can I get four years? I, I, I believe you just got screwed. I don't think okay, there's cool, yeah, there's cool. nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah. But that's pretty uh, pretty <laughs> awesome. So Disney Plus and Thrust um, is a thing. Is a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. Um, let's go away from that that little saying right now because when you think of kids programming, mm-hmm. what is the app that you now think of? Peanut butter that. jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Water baseball bat. Nope. Okay. Uh, that is not it. Mm. Uh, what you think of? What, is the, what of. do you think of now when you think oh, of... Oh, Disney Plus. Obviously. Yeah, clearly. Because it's all it's the Disney Pixar. movies. It's all kids stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's kid-oriented, right? Wow. Well, Netflix mm. is now taking on that Disney Plus threat. Mm-hmm. Why so soon? Uh-huh. <laughs> A day after it launched. They are partnering with kids entertainment giant Nickelodeon. To produce original content, including films and TV shows for Netflix streaming service. Gotta check that out. Mm. All right, sir. Um, maybe <laughs> you you sit out this one with the kitties. Uh, but that's pretty smart, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. We, we get it. We, I mean, they got to attack them somehow, man. They're going to take the whole market share. I mean... At some point, right? Right. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah. So about 10 million subscribers on the first day. They hope that they'll have about 60 million subscribers around the world by 2024. By comparison, how many subscribers do you think Netflix has worldwide? Worldwide? Yeah. Wow. I'm going to say 100 million. Okay. Whoa. I'm going to say uh, 15 million. Oh, Okay. So you think Netflix has 15 million 
And I you think I just, that Disney Plus is on their heels at to, 10. I was just trying to go against Kevin. Okay, yeah. That's her way of calling you dumb, I think. Well, it's not great. Um, yes. One viewer, then. If you add a zero okay. to your guess. That's not fair. 150 million. That's not fair. Wow, <laughs> no. That is not a fair game. You guessed 15 million. Netflix I was trying to go against you. <laughs> has roughly 150 million subscribers worldwide. Wow. It's a lot of people, you guys. No wonder they have all the money. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So this whole, oh, we don't want to host, hosting our, and then insert whatever mm-hmm. show. Award show, uh, yeah. Oscars, Grammys, blah, 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 whatever. Um, th- that is, I feel like, taking a little bit of a turn, because now we have Ricky Gervais coming back for the fifth time uh, hosting the Golden Globes. We have a repeat host for the 2020 Grammys, you guys. Repeat host? Who did the Grammys? Oh, Alicia Keys? Yeah, That makes sense. Right. She was great. She was such a delight. She was great. So she is going to be returning to host the Music Awards show for the second year in a row. The 2020 Grammys are taking place January 26th on CBS here at Staples Center. And the nominations for the upcoming awards show will be announced on Wednesday, November 20th. She was so good. She was. And it, and also, we were so, we had, like, no expectations yeah, going true. in, yes. as most of the watchers did. Yeah. And she, her just, like, her happiness was infectious. Absolutely. And she just yeah. went in there without any sort of, like, preemptive attitude. She was positive. And she wasn't yeah. trying to be hilarious or no. anything. No. She just she was, was herself. Just her. Had a yeah. good time. Yeah, really good. She said, at first, I did think that last year was a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. But when the opportunity came back around, there was no question about returning as a host. Last year was such a powerful experience for me. Not only did I feel the love in the room, but I felt it from around the world, and it confirmed the healing and unifying power of music. All right, hippie. What happened to Amy Winehouse? She has passed away, sir. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. no. That's a yeah. rough way to tell it someone. Is, uh, How about softening that news? It was a while ago. <laughs> can I suggest what and they open with? keeps asking. Uh, can I? Just Alicia comes out, yeah. and she just sings a song. Don't it, do it. It's this. Peanut butter that. jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Honestly, if she did that, you would be standing up cheering. And just so you have some context, that's Celine Dion after being asked what her favorite food is. So, what's, what's going on in her Celine? Gail King interview tonight? What's going on with her? You think? I don't. I love her. I don't know what's going on. With Let she crazy is, grandma uh, run. She is. <laughs> Let crazy grandma <laughs> run. I don't know if she's running so much <laughs> as um, losing it. Let her park next and to Kevin. Why? <laughs> Is the peanut butter and jelly? Why is it with a baseball bat? I think that's a song. I think that's it like a is. kids song. With a but baseball why? bat? It is, yeah. but why? Oh. Peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat. Yes, I don't know. I don't that's the original. Remember. Yeah, I think. It's... I remember. Peanut butter jelly. Okay. What with ha- a football tat? What happened? This is a bob. Why is it with a baseball bat? I remember the peanut butter jelly part. Did I never get to the baseball bat? I, it's 10 seconds in. I'm very busy. <laughs> I'm a very busy kid. Cast? I think a cap. Football, football cap. Like a helmet. Oh, it's a reach. Hold on. Football cast. What does that mean? 
Someone hurt oh, themselves. What is she doing with a baseball bat and peanut butter and we jelly? All, we all suspended our belief for the first half. It's the football cap that <laughs> right? bothers me. We don't me. get it. Football cap? I don't. I thought he looking said cap. Up, looking up the lyrics. Maybe I that lo- means helmet, but I don't know. I liked it better with a football um, tat. Sure. So I was I, like, who are these Funny kids? enough, in this, I just looked up the lyrics. Uh-huh. And in this one, it says that they say baseball bat twice, but they clearly do not. Huh. Well, that could be a remix. Oh, maybe they remixed yeah. it. Yeah, they changed oh, yeah. it up. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat. Did, did no one ever ask why a baseball bat? I mean, I think you just let them go. It was terrifying. That's insanity. Uh, Peanut butter jelly with a baseball yeah, bat. Yeah, it's so funny. And this is just his baseball bat over and over again. But yeah, huh. we're hearing football cast. Are we just hearing what we want to hear? Is this the uh, the purple dress versus the yellow dress or Let's whatever? Let's hear it again. Let's hear it again. It might be cast. You might. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Okay. But baseball bat. I don't know what's going on. I don't either. With but I don't like Jensen, but I no. don't like it. All right, we are going to tackle this and other tough issues <laughs> coming up on a very special Kevin and Bean show. But first, some birthdays for you: Josh Dumel, Patrick Warburton, Travis Barker, Joseph Rev Run Simmons from Run DMC. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. What a baseball fan. Prince Charles and the late great former. Kevin and Bean co-host. Bean Baxter, you guys. It's not even interesting. It is interesting. R.I.P. It's amazing, though, that his his birthday is also Prince Charles' birthday. I feel like an asshole. No, you shouldn't. (laughs) It's, you know, it's your birthday. I I am not a winner. I was texting with him last night, Mm -hmm. and the last thing that he texted me was, have fun working, sucker. Hmm. (laughs) Looking out for my dudes. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We miss you. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie, tell us about Baller Busters. So I see this uh, this going viral, and I think, huh, click on it, lady. Might be something to chat about during the show. Because it has balls in the title? Because it had balls. And I was like, what? I bust some balls. Maybe Hello. it's my account, and I didn't know what was going on. Here's the title to the New York Times article that came out this week. On the internet, no one knows you're not rich except this account. Oh, and I, I was it. like, oh, I am in. Because, I mean, we all have friends on inter- on, you know, Instagram that we look at the picture and we're like, that's not that's not your that's life. Not your life. What is happening right now? What are you even doing? You hate your wife. You are not. What is? Come on. This is crazy. Everybody does put out what they want everyone to think about them. Uh, the Clearly. best of the best. Yeah. Yeah. Really not Absolutely. accurate. Well, this Instagram account called at Baller Busters is all about busting people. And it's sure it's everything from people that claim that they have the best watches and they're on jets and they're, you know, in front of huge homes. But it's mostly um, about busting people that are selling mentorship or online classes. Oh, how to get rich? They're these dudes, especially you see them as uh, like YouTube ads a lot too. They're like, do you want to be as rich as you humanly can be? And it's them like in front of a mansion. And then they're like, because I own six Teslas and I could teach you how to do the same exact thing. And it's like, there's six Teslas behind him. Like it's just guys who are selling a lifestyle. Yeah. He said, if me and my friends are following someone who looks like like us, but has nicer things than us and says, I'm going to teach you to be like me. We're like, wait, look at the car he has. Look mm. at the house he has. Yeah, I'm going to sign up for those classes. So he, the or she, whoever runs this account, because it's anonymous, is all about busting these people. In many cases, these 
hashtag flex offenders, as the account likes to call them, use the veneer of this lifestyle to sell these mentorship classes. But they're saying that these people don't act their wage. Right. <laughs> Get it? Like their age? Sure. But it's uh-huh. act their wage. Yeah. So no, we got it the first time. what they do... So they they fake it and then they make money on the people who pay. Make a ton of money on having these courses. And then what they do is they then subcontract those courses to random people that are now teaching those courses. It's a whole pyramid pyramid scheme. scheme. Absolutely. Hmm. And it is rampant on social media and it has become more and more rampant with younger people because the younger people think, okay, this is my way. Uh, this is my ticket. Yeah. Easy ticket. I'm not going to go to college. Right. I can just do this. Because a lot of the people who do these videos are very young. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they're speaking directly to people their age group that don't want to go to college or don't want to have to, you know, they want to just go on YouTube I and want sit in front of a mansion. I'll, I'll exactly. send Absolutely. in my money. Yeah. So they're busting these people with receipts. And we're talking about, they're not just saying, oh, no, that's not his car. They're saying, here's when he rented this car to pose in front of. Here is the private jet that he took pictures in that never took off because it's a place where you rent taking pictures in a private jet. The jet never leaves the Wait, that's a thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because TV shows and movies film inside of airplanes, and they don't move or anything. They just use it as a set. So they just get on and go, look at me. I got all this wealth. Yes. And And then they they get back off? Well, even crazier, they find the Airbnb ads for the mansions that they taped in front of. So it's even like worse. Like it's you, you, you basically are stealing. It's fraud. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's false advertising. Absolutely. So they said that their research methods are rigorous. They're going to comb through screenshotted messages, legal filings, speak to industry sources, and they conduct social media audits before committing to expose someone. Because nine times out of ten, these people have bought all their followers. Because when you see someone that's selling this mentorship, this entrepreneurship, and they have 5.5 million followers, that's a bit more believable than yeah. someone that has, you yeah. know, 30,000 followers, yet they bought all of their followers. So it's very interesting. And and I was like, okay, well, what's the end game with this? Okay, so you bust them. Okay, whatever. It's just the kind of a, a, well, ballers buster site. Balls, 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 He wants to use the account as an educational resource. So there's a URL already to host a website, and they plan to create kind of this online hub for people to check out other companies. And he said, I'm not all about the bus or she, whoever it is. I really want to teach people. I'd like to bring experts in each field and talk on Instagram Live. I want an attorney to teach people how to file claims legally, how to get legal counsel and their rights. I want to bring a social media expert on to talk about personal branding. So they want to teach people actually how to do these things for real and how to go after the people that they feel have basically frauded them, them defrauded yeah. wow. them out of money so and they they do this great thing where there's certain people they'll show them and then they break down their watch so like people will look like they're wearing like a rolex or you know uh philippe or whatever and and then the the watch is like they don't they don't make they don't make that they don't that, that watch is really yeah like that that, that dial should be red etc so they call out people who are pretending to be rich trying to sell their services and wearing a very fake watch it's great. I love that. It's really great. Uh, it's called At Baller Busters. Here's the thing. They have to accept you because a lot of people want to just look on the site and be like, oh, that's that's me. Uh, and then they start blocking right mm-hmm. away. Oh, so they don't want people to know who are potential. So it's a private account yeah. that you mm-hmm. have to. Yeah. 
Oh, interesting. But they also say in the New York Times article, as some have learned, however, a follow from the account can be the first sign you're about to get busted. Oh, no. They now follow Jensen and I, <gasps> and I am t- No! We are screwed. They're going to catch all my fake watches. They're going to be like, that's not a real Christmas tree or those four other ones. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. On Thursday mornings at this time, Jensen brings us Get Up On This. That's right. It is a feature I do weekly. Get up, get on up on this. 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 Guys, this week I'm so excited to talk about something I've wanted to bring up forever. You've actually kind of heard it in the past here on Kevin and Bean. We've played a little bit of, uh, of the person I'm so excited to introduce you to. So... Let's give it up for comedian James Adomian. What? Yeah! What? <laughs> he had no idea he's surprised. he was here. He's wow. standing right here. He's what, one of my, I'm here? One of my favorite comedians in the world. I was first exposed to him uh, by a friend of the show, of, of Kevin and Bean, of Scott, by Scott Ackerman. Who oh, does all right. The, the great podcast comedy, Bang Bang. Every time he appeared on that show, I found myself almost like doubled over in laughing. Whether he was doing voices of like Huel Hauser or Gordon Ramsay uh, or Orson Welles' ghost or regional radio legends Tom Likas oh, all right dear. who we play here all the time <laughs> sure. or Meryl Schindler which she does which could sure. not be more specific <laughs> uh, and I, to call him an impressionist is kind of unfair in my opinion he's good at every aspect in which he does comedy so it's stand up and uh, impressions to me Honestly, improv. to me are we going to let James we speak? are we're going to in a second to me he's... impressionists are either great impressionists right but not funny or funny, but not great impressions. Well, Do you feel like this is your this funeral? This is the ancient battle. <laughs> <laughs> this is the game. Uh, you might know him best from his Bernie Sanders impression, which, impression, which he got to tour all over the United States uh, alongside Anthony Atominic, who did uh, Donald Trump. They did it on Comedy Central a bunch as well. But now what we're going to get you up on is his Forever Dog podcast. It's called The Underculture with James Adomian. And since he's here, I will let him explain it. Oh, my. Do I accept the award you, now? You, yeah. will. you just you have win. to accept it. You and take, Too much. You have to take the praise. I woke up. I just woke up and I rolled over and here I was in the studio. <laughs> and so look weird. at what I'm giving you. <laughs> look at what I've handed you. Hi, hi, hi everybody. We're happy to have you. <laughs> Explain. Oh, oh, oh. It's my, it's He's my, just fixing the mic. That's the all. Mic. Oh, I should know this. Very oh, that, jumpy. That's why I wasn't hearing myself. Yes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> should I have thrown in a this, is this thing on? Uh, yes, The Underculture is a podcast. We do a forever dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, uh, we pretend that it's leaked audio coming to us, mm-hmm. like a WikiLeaks uh, unauthorized. We shouldn't have this. But that's just an excuse for me to do um, Joe Biden uh, telling Pete Buttigieg where the bodies are buried. <laughs> and also, he'll do, I mean, other episodes. Jesse Ventura, uh, he does an incredible impression of. Uh, he sits with Shaquille O'Neal, which is what, done by the very funny Carl Tart. What do you mean, an incredible impression? Oh, my God. <laughs> so you're going to sit down. You're going to tell me what's incredible. I, I find it very credible. <laughs> I've examined the documents, Jensen. <laughs> Oh, His characters have these deep backstories where Jesse Ventura also lives in, in where? Where does he live? I live in Mexico. 
Right. This is this is public information. Right. I live in Mexico down in Cabo. I'm off the grid. Is Cabo off the grid? Yeah. <laughs> I, the way you find my house, my, uh-huh. my cabin, you go to Senior Frogs. <laughs> if they give you a certain shot with a certain kind of whistle, uh-huh. then you're take you're bundled away. Okay. And then they take you to the compound. <laughs> it's adjacent to or underneath Senior Frogs. I'm not telling. Senior Frogs. <laughs> uh, other epi- it's a senior living facility. <laughs> other episodes have him doing an incredible Elon Musk, which is another very specific impression. Uh, this um worth saying probably, Jensen, that there's um, no such thing as an incredible Elon Musk. What there is is an incredible power of humanity. <laughs> To send a small group of people to Mars to survive, and most of everybody else is probably going to die to make that happen. Uh, they're truly the keep going. Okay, they're, they're the best. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think. Oh, I mean, obviously, like us. If you, I mean, we're here in LA radio. Oh, oh, really? Oh God! Oh, oh no. do you care? <laughs> wow! Holy crap! Tom Likas, wow! I, I don't. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I taught right. Kevin and me so much right. about radio. You better be grateful, son. You know what I'm talking about? Blow me up, Tom. I don't care. Uh, I, I have like 2,000 Twitter followers. Right. And I block like 200,000 people. I mean- I'm a wreck. <laughs> I'm a disasterable man. Have you ever seen a shipwreck where the ship is still kind of halfway above water? That's where my career is right now. Oh my god. Uh Hauser. What what? <laughs> this is un wow. We're well, hold on a second. I heard my name. I haven't been around a while, and you're telling me I'm right here in K-Rock. What's that? Uh, the the regionalness of this of Meryl Schindler. I only am doing it for myself. Meryl Schindler, who was a food critic on radio, probably probably. You know, it's a killer impression when <laughs> you have to it. It's more, but you have to. It, it's so. Do you remember him? No, not at all. Oh. He was yeah. weekend radio yeah. on. Uh, uh, KBC? No. Maybe 640? Was it when KLSX went K- He was there for sure, for a while. Yeah. And it was like, you gotta go down to Book of the Bubbles. <laughs> it's, it's juicy, it's tender. <laughs> you get, you get a big, you're gonna get a little big, you yeah. big sandwich on the the portions are great, you bring the whole family right, you get a bucket of mayonnaise and roll around in it. 20 people at home that know him. <laughs> are uh, so I pulled, I mean, even though there's nothing better than hearing him do it in person, I did pull a couple. This, let's listen to him doing Gary Busey. Now there's, there are lions, mm-hmm. as we all know from all jungles and all nature videos, there are lions, there are lion kings. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes that there's a lion that pushes another one over the edge of a cliff, which has I've experienced that. Oh, yeah. I've experienced. I was I was I was simulating. I was doing some of my tai chi that where I um, deliberately mimic the actions of Disney Disney films like The Lion King on the cliffs of Chautauqua and Pacific Palisades. I know the area right there between there and Will Rogers State Park, and I was doing nah, na and someone and there was a I swear to God there was a scar like figure, and it turned out it was actually Jeremy Irons who pushed me over the edge of the cliff. That's tempting. Can't be trusted. So I mean, not not not, not for you to break down because you're so good at improv, and, and but like. Was, that was that sounded like Cash Abdul Malik. It, it yeah. was, yeah. So like, I'm wondering, 
what is it? Because it's not just the voice. For some reason, you're able to get behind so much of their small mannerisms of what they're saying. So are you always watching for just a weird sentence they bring up and then being able to just flow off it? Yeah, Gary Busey always has, well... Let me explain something to you, Jensen. There's always an uh, there's always an anecdote <laughs> that's just sort of breathlessly spoken to you that involves um, ayahuasca rituals, <laughs> ancient creatures coming to life, <laughs> and it's explained to you as if it was just like you know what I stopped drinking coffee last week. Right. <laughs> it, like, it seems much deeper. Uh, let's listen to another clip. This is a podcast tryout from for his own show of Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is um, Paul Giamatti, and this is episode number 44 of the podcast pilot that we are still attempting to get someone to make of my, uh, my attempted podcast, Paul on the Road to Emasculation. We are trying to explore what it is about Paul Giamatti that it makes me such a... A f***ing loser. <laughs> Paul Giamatti, who is continuing to try to get his own podcast, another what did character. What you say, 44th? Yeah, it's trying his hardest to get on the air. No Amazing. one, I, you would think that the name Paul Giamatti would open a few doors <laughs> before they're slammed in my face. <laughs> like, you have to understand his... I can't po- even get my foot in the door! <laughs> his Paul Giamatti character failing in Hollywood. Uh, and then lastly, I pulled a clip of the his most famous impression, which is Bernie Sanders. This is him and Bernie Sanders talking about... Uh, talking with Mikhail Gorbachev about how uh, Bernie at one point I think fell and had a had a like a bruise on his head, right? Yes, it was a lot like a goofy cartoon. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting out of the shower. I stepped on a large block of soap. I went forwards. I went backwards. I went forwards out the door, and I went. Whoa! Here's here's the clip of him and Gorbachev talking about the scar on his head. I noticed that you have uh, something on your forehead. Well, I'm glad you brought it up. I was, you know, you talk to yourself for the shower. You have a little, you prepare yourself for little arguments during the day. I got a little carried away and I I slipped on some patchouli that had accumulated in the bottom of the bathtub. I slipped and fell in mid-statistic. Mid-statistic. I was rattling off statistics to a phantasmagoric wolf blitzer. Do you consider a spot to be almost a sidekick character? Uh, oh, I think I am the sidekick and the sport is in charge. <laughs> Who's Who plays Gorbachev? Ah, that's Leon Mandel. It's so good. Yes, uh, he's my friend. And he plays, um, he learned to play balalaika to do that impression. <laughs> really? Really, <laughs> yes. And he does the... Uh, he does the Tetris theme as Gorbachev We at the end of that episode. That is too far. Uh, okay, so James, it, every how it comes out every week. Well, the top, look, <laughs> the episodes are coming out on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Okay. The top 1% <laughs> of the material on the episodes is worth, listen, the top 10% of the top 1% mm-hmm. is, you know, something that's worth subscribing to the Patreon or whatever, but it comes out on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. I, I, in my view, for far too long, mm-hmm. this podcast has been coming out on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. I think it should be available a night before. Right, that, that's... <laughs> 
It's a good idea, Bernie. Uh, so on Patreon, there's also a Patreon, which is a way that you can support your favorite podcasters. James has that as well. That way you get them earlier or you get bonus material as well. There's people like Alice Wetterland, who's so funny, who comes by the show. Matt Besser, one of the UCB uh, founders, uh, came by and did Greta Thunberg, <laughs> the little girl. And it's incredible. Uh, and you can get the How podcast now. It's so good. Uh, James, we, I, I, we, we speak your name here, uh, but... You should download the Underculture podcast with James Adomian. It's so good. And and that was my get up on this. Thank get you. Up, get on up on this. Get up. Get on up on this. Get up. Get on up on this. Get up. Get on up on this. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Jensen, give us the name of that uh, podcast one more time. It's called The Underculture with James Adomian. And if, I mean, we are getting tons of response on Twitter and stuff. He's so funny. And uh, we hope to have him back soon. I Agreed. miss him. Yeah. He missed was, those times. He was here like three three minutes I ago. I miss him yeah, a me lot. Too. Me it too. was three minutes ago. And now we go to Ruben. Is that good? Oh, boy. I mean... Ruben, you have an impression you could do? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it myself. Okay. Well, you're doing terribly already. So. <laughs> All right. We were talking about uh, off the air. I think it came up, the Heimlich Maneuver. Mm-hmm. And Ruben said that he did it on his dad and saved his life. Out of nowhere, we're just sitting around in our little pitch meeting, and he goes, I've, I've done that. And raised his hand, and then we just said, "Don't, don't say anything more. We just need this on air." How did you save your father's life? Uh, but first of all, I don't want you guys to skip over the fact that you guys said that I knew Heimlich too. Oh, the person <laughs> you yeah. knew him, sure. You, yeah. Well, we said that you maybe created the maneuver and then named it after the person you saved, Mr. Yeah. Heimlich. But go on. So, um, me and my family were having a Chinese food dinner, and uh, my dad started choking, and so he got up and he went to the bathroom, and so I followed him in there. But the reason I followed him was because. I was trained as an EMT, so I have a little bit of background in that what? stuff. And they told me, Wait, what? Oh, you didn't know this? He was trained as an EMT? Yeah, just another thing that we're like, what happened what? in your life? Right. Mm-hmm. Another story for another time. What? And so one of the things my instructor told me was that- Always watch your dad poop? <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird well, instructor. Well, when given the opportunity. So a lot of men die uh, choking alone because they're embarrassed and they walk away. Oh. And so when my dad walked into the bathroom, what I was like- What gave you the idea that he was- well, because he trouble. started coughing and oh, kind he of did. choking you tell he was at choking. the table. Yeah, so he got up, and he was walking to the bathroom. So I got up and followed him. And in the bathroom, he's still choking. He's still coughing. And he starts, like, grabbing his, like, chest and you know, reaching up oh for his neck. Oh, my God. So I just motioned for him to turn around. And then I grabbed him, like, right underneath the sternum. And then I just started thrusting. And then mm, he spit. He spit something out. And then that's when I let him. No, thrusting <laughs> meaning doing the Heimlich. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my and bad. spit something out, probably whatever he was eating. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So I heard him spit something out, and then like I let him go, and he was still standing, which made me think that he got whatever that was blocking his airway out. Mm-hmm. So he turned around, and he could like barely speak because he was still gasping for air, but then he was like, oh, thanks, thanks. And I was like, okay. And I was like, are you good? And he's like, yeah, I'm good. And then so I looked at him, and he looked at me, and I was like, all right, cool. And then I and just, just walked out. Yeah, what? I mean, that's all you got to do. I mean, there's no, like, afterglow or anything like that. Was he like, son? Did he smoke a cigarette? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or was he like, son, you can get dessert? Yeah, well, I mean, I got two desserts. You did. did. Of that course, he ate nice. his dad's <laughs> before he could get back. I would have, like, if someone saved my life, it wouldn't be, I would just every day call them and be like, yeah. I just want to remind you, it's been 25 years, but thank you again yeah. for the time <laughs> you watched st- me I, mean, in the I, saw, I still see him every day. Right. Yeah, as Does matter he fact, thank you every day? Well, he doesn't have to. Well, we should well, call him. Well, I thank him every day. But <laughs> he should. I've, oh, he just said, I thank him every day. Ruben, 
I'm you're, a good son. You're a you delight. Are a good son. You are just a delight. Too good. There's something too good about Ruben. I don't, I don't <laughs> he know. Trust he does. There's got to be some cracks somewhere. He, he is kill. the guy. He kills. You know okay. what? He, he is, is the guy that neighbors are like, you never would have saw that coming. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we want to hear other people who have saved lives. Either it's the Heimlich maneuver or anything regarding, I guess, just helping someone forever live. Is that what we're trying to yeah, say? Of course. Become, yes, helping become someone immortal? forever live. Yeah, you need to explain you saved someone's life? Yes. 1 800 520 You help someone live longer than they would forever, have. Forever, yeah. Never give up. 1 800 like, they were about to die right then, but mm-hmm. because of something you did, they didn't they die. They did not die. They Is lived. that what we're they saying? They lived forever. So instead of passing away, okay, yeah. so what we're they saying were able is... to continue on with mm-hmm. life. They you were, at, yeah. you were instrumental in yes. prolonging that yes. moment of living. Mm-hmm. We would like okay. more stories where you don't follow them into the bathroom, though, if that's well, okay. I don't know. I don't I'm know. Into it. I it was kind of hot. It was it kind of hot? Sometimes it works out. <laughs> Have you ever been in another situation where you had to save someone's life, or that's the only time, or are you just... Were you too chicken the other times? No, I mean too when chicken. I was working as <laughs> when I was working as EMT. I mean I saw some pretty bad EMT. Why yeah, is he what's here? Happening? What are you doing here? All right, go I'm ahead. Having fun here. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, there's just uh, so I used to work for the Forest Service. So up on Angeles Crest, there's a lot of motorcycle accidents, and so I would see them all the time. People would get airlifted out. So I've done a ton of stuff. I've put people in like sea collars and wow. wrapped them up on backboards, transported them. on Have you ever stuck a like pen that. in a dude's throat? I've never done that. Oh, I've That's done a couple way beyond tweaks. my scope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was a helicopter pilot yeah. in Nam. Right. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. My dad saved a kid's life. There was a little kid that came over. And we had a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. And he was laying face down in the water. And my dad's like, oh, my God. And he jumped in the water, mm-hmm. pulled the kid out, um, laid him out on the on the deck, and then... Gave him mouth to mouth and then did the CPR thing. Oh my gosh. And brought him, he coughed up water uh-huh. and wow. brought him back to life and a helicopter landed. No, sir. Yeah, and took the kid and took him and he didn't lose any mental functions from being like when you Brain start. dead, yeah. Or whatever. When you start losing oxygen, yeah, all of a sudden, cells. stuff can go, man. And, and you know who that kid became? Adolf Hitler. Ryder. That's not true. Oh. Adolf Hitler. Oh, my oh, bad. I okay. thought Kevin. You thought okay. it was me? Uh, yeah, absolutely. My gran- but no, but then I remembered you said you had full brain function. Brain, full brain function. Yeah, that's so. clearly not him. Uh, when I was little, I never have seen anything of what you're talking about. These heroes in your life, from yeah. Ruben to, to Kevin's dad. Uh, my grandfather once, he raised parakeets. Lots of them, like wow. hundreds of them, in his Where's in his that? work. Where's this going? Workshop. Uh-huh. Did he save and a parakeet? He did. He that's gave not it, a story he gave we it want. mouth to mouth in front of me. A parakeet. That actually, he didn't save him. That's his kink. <laughs> your your grandpa is safe. <laughs> his little stomach, the little parakeet stomach, moved yeah. up and it down. It wasn't down. his stomach during. <laughs> <laughs> 1-800-520-1067. We'll take your calls next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Let's talk to Tom in Temecula. Good morning, Tom. Hey, good morning, guys. So I've actually saved three during my lifetime, but the funny one was playing poker. There was a, a guy, about 400-pound guy, sitting in the chair choking on steak. Mm-hmm. So I went I went around, was able to do the Heimlich, get the steak to fly out. And the funny thing was there was a, a lady across the table from him who was hit by the piece of steak. So the rest of, <laughs> that flew out of his so mouth? The, flew out of his mouth so the rest of the night this this guy of course couldn't stop thanking me enough for saving his life and this woman which kept just making comments and was pissed off because the stake hit her uh, oh that she was mad about that what? he was gonna die he saved his life come on i agree wait Tom, that's what happened did you say you saved three lives um yeah tw- two two heimlichs that one another one when i was on a cruise ship i saved a lady with the heimlich 
And then when I was about 12, I saved an eight-year-old kid that was drowning in a pool. He was 12. What's happening? Why are you listening to our show? We're garbage people. <laughs> Why do people keep uh, no, having life-threatening it. situations around Tom? I think it's Tom, you guys. Right? I think Tom's Tom. really trying to kill people. He's just That's bad at saying. it. He's really bad Tom at it. pretend to be an angel. He's a serial killer. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. No one asked for this. Carol's Talking about you saved a life. You were there when things went oh so wrong. You stepped up and you were so strong. Without you, they'd be oh so dead. I'm glad you, you saved a life. Okay. You see what he did there? That was a choice. So that happens. Let's go to Fred and El Segundo. Good morning, Fred. Good morning. You saved a life. Uh, yeah, babe. Basically, visiting a friend up in the Bay Area. We were going to go out to dinner with another friend. Uh, he came out of his art studio and collapsed right there. Oh, wow. Uh, and and I'm a licensed boat captain. I know CPR, so I, I checked him out, started doing CPR and mouth-to-mouth, had my buddy call 911. Turned out the fire department was right across the street. Oh. I did CPR for about 8 to 10 minutes. They came over hooked him up, and uh, brought him back to life, took him to the hospital. It turns out he had three clogged arteries and wow. had to have a triple bypass. Wow. Oh By the way, and then And then Fred did the triple bypass. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, eight to ten minutes of CPR that's is a long time. Is a jaunt. Yeah, that's, oh, oh, yes. that's a long yeah, time. He, yes, it is. And I'll tell you what, he calls me once a week to thank me. Does Aww. he really? Wow. Are you ever like, enough, we get it. Seriously. I saved your life. Great, I'm fine. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Fred, you're, you're a little That's angel. Awesome, I like Fred. Fred. Thank you, Fred. Thank you, Fred. We appreciate the call. Let's go to Jennifer and Rancho Cucamonga. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. You saved a life? Uh, yeah, actually, I work for a health insurance company, and <clears throat> I'm sorry, um, my director last month collapsed in a meeting, and I did CPR on, on her. She wow. collapsed in a meeting? Were you the only person that sort of knew what you were doing and rushed to help? No, actually, there was a seven-month, um, a seven-month pregnant woman that got into the room first. I wasn't even in the room. They just oh. came out and were like, "Does anybody know CPR?" And I got up like, "Is this for real?" <laughs> and you had known it. You were like, "You have the, I guess, the license, the certificate." No, um, I got it. I took the class like four or five years ago, but it's expired. Jennifer, oh. at any New. point when. This woman said, does anyone know CPR? Were you like, who's it for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just wondering. So no? No? Okay, cool. <laughs> You're better than we are then. Was, yeah. it just, was it just CPR that you used on her? Is that, um, no? Well, so it was just chest compressions because we learned that, I mean, scientifically, CPR, mouth-to-mouth is bad. You're breathing in. I have heard that before, too, is that yeah. you just keep the, the pressure going on yes. the chest, and that way it circulates the blood, <laughs> mm-hmm. and doing yeah, mouth-to-mouth doesn't really help. That's what I heard. Yeah, because you breathe out carbon dioxide, and you breathe in oxygen. So if you breathe out carbon dioxide into someone's mouth, you're actually hurting them. Oh. You're stopping them from getting oxygen. Interesting. <laughs> Jennifer teaching Look us. at her. Yeah. Yeah. Right, oh, yeah. yeah. We did, um, but we do have the AED machine, so we put one of those on her. Um, What's that? She had a, the defibrillator? Uh, Oh, the defibrillator? Like the clear? Clear! Boom! Boom! You guys just had that around your office? A lot of places actually do. They're at like Walmart and Costco and stuff. If you tell somebody to get one, they should know. I don't want anyone around here using one of those. No, it sounds like we just came up with a new bit for beer mug. (laughs) No. Defibrillate beer mug. 
You can't actually shock someone unless the system reads and says they need to be shocked. Oh, no. So Mugs just, needs to be shocked. No, there's Definitely. no question about <laughs> that, like 24-7. So just knock yeah. him out first. Right. right. Well, that's no easy. Problem. You're a hero, Jennifer. You're a hero, Jennifer. Thank you very much. You saved a life. All right. Let's go to Leonora, who is calling us from Koreatown. Hi. Hello. How are you guys? We are good. Thank you. You saved a life. Yeah, I did. It was a while back ago. I was um, an aide in a school, and I was on the yard supposed to watch all the kids and the little kid came up to me he couldn't talk he just pointed to his throat and went ah. and i i knew um the heimlich because i did taught aerobics at the time mm-hmm. so you have to be cpr so anyway i did it and it shot out like a cannonball just like the steak guy <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right what was it that was stuck it was a hard candy, like oh, a hard yeah. candy. Oh, wow. did the kid run after it so he could still eat it no, but he just ran back to play. Didn't yeah. even say oh, thank you. Really? I love kids. I love, though, that she also said that she was a teacher's aide. Um, so instead of saying it was recess or whatever, she's like, so I was out on the yard. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she's in prison. Yes. I thought she was in prison. Yeah. I loved it. They were all doing pull-ups, <laughs> wearing shoelaces for belts. <laughs> uh. Thank you, Leonora. We appreciate the call. All right. Let's go to uh, Wendy in Torrance. Good morning, Wendy. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? We are good. good. We're talking about... You saved a life. Yeah, so I think I saved a life. Okay. okay. Well, we will, we'll we will be the judge if you're a hero or not. We'll be yeah. the judge. Okay, go ahead. Okay, thank you. Okay, so I was at a water park about 20 years ago. I was in one of those big pools that had a beach entrance. And I just sort of made my way out to the deep end and... After a while, I felt something hit my leg, and I looked down, and I realized it was a person. Mm. So I pulled this kid up. She gasped for air immediately. So I'm trying to hold her up. I sort of put her arms around my neck, and I'm, you know, treading. And I wave to the lifeguard. She happened to notice me immediately. They blow the whistle, jump in, grab the girl off me. And we all get out of the water, and they're checking out. She's breathing and everything. She's scared and crying, and I'm shaking. And soon as the water park employee started scolding me. Whoa! What are you doing bringing your daughter in the deep end? She obviously doesn't know how to swim. They're scolding me. And I finally said, I don't even know this girl. Wow. But eventually they sort of shooed me away, and I just walked away, and it was over. And I thought, what the hell just happened? That's the worst way to celebrate your hero. You right? Wow. That's unreal. <laughs> Why would you bring your kid? I think other uh, unless you pushed her down. Did you push her down, Wendy? Wendy, did, did you, you push, push her, her down? down? Be honest. Well, let's just talk about the good part. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, then you did save her life technically. <laughs> we rule you are a hero. You, are a hero. <laughs> you saved a life. All right. Let's go to Veronica in Studio City. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. You saved a life. Yes, I did. Okay, tell us. Let's hear it. Well, I uh, used to play softball like 20 years ago, and I went up to bat, and I hit this line drive, and it just nailed the third baseman right in the head. I don't think Veronica understands the segment. Um, (laughs) You you killed someone. Veronica, you killed someone (laughs) with your line drive. No, no. I knocked about cold. Okay. And they called an ambulance, Uh and the ambulance came and took her to the hospital, and I felt terrible about it, so... You know, I went up to the hospital to visit later, and they said that they'd uh, done a CAT scan on her, and they'd found a tumor that was <gasps> pressing on her spine. And um, within three months, she would have been dead. Veronica! Uh, so with- they were able to take it out, and she was fine. 
So without dead. without your line drive, she would have died. She would have died. Yes. yes. Veronica, did you win that game? Um, you know, we kind of stopped it because everybody Oh, come on. Chicken. Come on. You saved a life. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Right now it's time for What's Happening. Here's Allie. Guys, Quibi. Right? Mm-hmm. I just, with the, and all of it. So set to debut on April 6, 2020 in the U.S., its shows will be available only for mobile devices, yep. and each episode runs no longer than 10 minutes. Right. That's with why... An, i got to be honest. Average about six minutes. Got to be honest. Sounds great. It sounds great for people like Kevin. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of a shorter attention span. Mm-hmm. You're into it. When I heard about this documentary series, I was like, I would love to watch this in long form. I don't know about little, like, 10-minute chunks of it, but... I would like to see it. Do they break something up into multiple chunks, or is it... Yeah, they have to, because it's only 10 minutes. Can I give you a small thing about it? Well, can I tell you what I'm talking about? Yes, I just want to allude to it, but go on. What? They they want to release like hour long shows. Like the they when I went and met with them, they said we want to make the Sopranos, but we want to release it in six minute intervals. Okay. okay. Imagine that. No, I don't want to. Okay, go on. So they've greenlit a new documentary series from Avengers Infinity War creators, our di- directors Anthony Russo and Joseph Russo, mm-hmm. highlighting the rise of comic book juggernauts Marvel and DC. It's um, based on Reed Tucker's 2017 book Slugfest. Inside the epic 50-year battle between Marvel and DC. So it's all about the early days, the growth of Marvel and DC, fueled by creativity and competition, how they battled for bragging rights. Something I would definitely watch an hour and a half long movie on. Yeah. But you're going to make me watch it in 10-minute increments? Yeah. How dare you? I love it. Of course. But won't you, but the next week you won't. Like they're gonna have like two thousand new materials when they when they launch in April. You uh, think I won't remember the next week? Yes, you're correct. But right. I can watch it again. You pretty have quickly. never been more correct. Right. I can watch it again. You watch quickly. the six minutes from the week yeah, before. Yeah, I can catch right. up. Okay, right. so Kevin, you are in yes. for this app. Uh-huh. Uh, Four ninety nine with ad supported viewing mm-hmm. or seven ninety nine ad free. Oh, it's a little steep. Yeah, seven ninety nine is a little steep. Okay, yeah. so you're going to go with the ads, four ninety nine, probably. Okay, but the ads are going to be as long as the programming, <laughs> if true. not longer. Yeah, <laughs> it's, we uh, have a ten minute ad on this six minute segment. It is something, you guys. You know, Steven Spielberg is going to do his show there, and you're only going to be able to watch it at night. Okay, that's creepy. okay. That's ridiculous. Your phone only will play that it. That is creepy. It's a very weird place. I, don't, I don't love it. I don't love it. I don't know what's happening, guys. There can only be one sexiest man alive. I mean, I think that's a given, right? Mm -hmm. Well, People Magazine sent a legal warning shot to Us Weekly after it published its own Sexiest Men Alive list in both print and online yesterday, hours after People revealed that John Legend is this year's Sexiest Man Alive. This resulted in the publication removing all trace of the poll from its website and platforms. Hmm. I mean, this is People's Jam. This is what they do. They've been doing this for 34 years. Right. And... They trademarked it in 2002. Oh, That's why they're like, ah, oh, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. But of course, they had an online poll last week asking readers to vote for the real sexiest men alive. <gasps> what a jab! And by the way, there's worth The Rock, Jason Momoa, and Chris Hemsworth. So on this, I say, Us Weekly um, got it right. Who you got on those three? 
uh, out Hemsworth. of those three, Momoa. Hemsworth. 100% Momoa. Really? What a, really? Look at that. Look at how right. diverse we oh are. Oh, my God. We can all get them in our real life now. We won't have to be fighting over them. We can them. all be each other's wingmen. Yeah. Really? You'd go The Rock? Um, For that, I don't... Hemsworth. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd go The Rock. All right. I'd go Momoa, then Hemsworth, then The Rock. And Momoa's my last. Really? Mm-hmm. <gasps> I, guess he's my, seen, I guess he's my kill. Have you seen Jason Momoa? <laughs> Yes, I think he's okay. he's great. I just don't think he's the Rock or Hemsworth. No, he's. I like sexy. Ali's summary though that we yeah. don't have to fight each other. That's good. yeah, that's yes, good. As if guys. that's all we need to worry about yeah. there mm-hmm. in that situation. Yeah, yeah. it's good stuff. They're guys. waiting for us, mm-hmm. guys. I saw this story and I thought, oh, I hope no one makes fun of him for this. This is the most delightful thing I think I've seen in a very long time with the celebrity. It's something that Rod Stewart has kind of had in secret for a long time. He's been working on it for 26 years. He's long been known... Is it a toilet baby? No. Mm. He's long been known to be a model railway enthusiast. Oh, I'm sorry. Which, right there, I was like, he's long been known? Really? Who knows that? He loves model trains. You're a loser! Here's the thing. He just unveiled Mm. his beloved... 1500 square foot model railway. I love it. I love it so much. He's unveiling it to the world for the very first time in the latest issue of Railway Modeler Magazine. <laughs> I get it every I week. I love everything <laughs> about mod- this story. My subscription must have just run out because I didn't get this one. Yes. You guys, <laughs> it fills up the entire attic room in his L.A. mansion, and he calls it Grand Street and Three Rivers City, mm. based on a 1940s American city. You guys, he's been he working that little hat? on this. Does for he wear that little t- and then he's like, conductor's hat? Yeah. As it goes by. His neighbors are like, come on. Oh, so his love of railways began in childhood when he lived on Archway Road in London near the London Transport Highgate Depot. And I'm going to say this right now. This is so delightful to me that to think of Rod Stewart, like in between doing shows or coming up with songs or like coming out of the shower and looking at himself and being like, if you like my body and you think I'm sexy, he's just like I'm gonna go up and work on my my railway. I need a, a new caboose. I gotta work on my train up there. <laughs> I hope I can get some more signs. Oh my god, I love it so much. Uh, I I really connect with this. Yeah, I, I think I, I hope one day to, to also have a full what? Yeah, I do. I really like a toy train. Trains. I love really? trains. Yeah. What? I think in my past life I must have been really into trains or something because yeah. I love the sound of the horn. Yeah. I love the whole thing. I oh, go you're bringing the crazy extra hard today, huh? I go to little train museums. What's in, happening? In whatever I love town it. I'm in. I would too. I, I love totally it. dig it. There's one it. in Nashville that I want to check out that's adorable. I don't know either of you. Okay. I'm with Rod Stewart, man. Yeah. You guys, he's been working on it for 26 years. By the way, I'm looking at a picture of it right it's now. It's amazing. It's not even close to what you think it is. It's better. It's a full city with yeah. skyscrapers yeah. and little uh, city halls. It's Grand Street and Three River City. Yeah, it's incredible. You guys, it's a sprawling city. It's 1,500 square feet. It's not even like a... Tr- it's, wow. It's like a city more than it is even like a train set. Oh, but the train goes all around Right, it. I know. Yeah. God bless it. I know. Oh, God, it's so good, you guys. Mm-hmm. Rod Stewart. Let's give it up for Rod Stewart, you guys. Nerds. All right. Some birthdays for you. Patrick Warburton, Josh Dumel, Prince Charles, Travis Barker, Rev Run from Run DMC, and you know him, you love him, and you miss him. I don't really listen to women. His name, Gene Bean Baxter. 
That's because you don't know what's going on in his pants. He used to be a DJ here at K-Rock, but no, he... No, thank you, Mr. Pecker. We're going to miss him. He passed on, and we miss him, but you know what? Rest in peace, but also enjoy your birthday. Just suck it. That seems like a weird thing to say, but that's what's happening. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. No. That's a... So sad. Pretty close. So Okay. Pretty close. Is I mean, it? Time to go away uh, tickets to the K-Rock Absolute Almost what? Acoustic Christmas. <laughs> time to go away tickets. Yeah. Oh, you left give out. Oh. And you just said, time to weigh. Time to give away tickets to the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas Night 2, which is sold out. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh-huh. people found out that I can't whistle. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm going to try to whistle the hits and you have to identify the artist and the song title. Oh, right. No. From my what is essentially blow humming. Because you know he's all about that blow, about that blow, no whistle. And all about that hum, about that hum, no whistle. He's all about the blow and the hum, no whistle. And that's why we play Kevin Blow Hums the hits. Now, I don't enjoy this game because I don't want people to not go to acoustic because I can't whistle. Right. right. But this is what we're doing. Well, uh-huh. I don't like it because I have ears. <laughs> Well, before we start, Kevin, you did say there is a specific thing that you can do that helps you. Yeah, drinking water. Okay. It's literally what everyone Mm -hmm. doesn't want to do before they whistle because it makes their lips wet. Makes it too slippery. What? Yeah, it's the best. I thought it helps. No. Okay, we'll see. I drank this whole bottle of water in the last four minutes. (laughs) Yeah, You watched me the whole time. Yeah, not good. Why wouldn't you tell me? It doesn't help at all. You're Kevin. Sorry, Huber. Huber, how do you say your name? (laughs) Is it it Heimer? (laughs) This is Huber, not Heimer. Good. Thank you, Huber. (laughs) Huber. All right, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. I'm going to try and whistle. I can't really whistle well, but it is one of the bands mm-hmm. or artists from night two, and you need to come up with the artist and the song title. All right. Sounds good. All right. Huber, good luck, man. I don't need your commentary while I'm whistling. Well, I mean, he needs something. Huber? It sounds like you're whistling with crackers. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't, need, say... I don't need your attitude it's, on my whistling either. It's more of a cracker whistling. <laughs> but go on. I want to say Cold War Kids. Uh, Did you get it, Allie? I feel like that was 21 Pilots. The hype. The hype. Kevin, it was great. Thank you, Allie. It You're was, welcome. Allie knows good whistling. No, it wasn't great. <laughs> Let's go to Anthony in Los Angeles. Hi, Anthony. What's going on? Well, hey, calm un- down, Anthony. <laughs> Unfortunately, Kevin <laughs> that's what's going on. All right, are you ready? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to whistle a song, and you have to tell me the artist and the title. It's from Night Hi, Two. Mm-hmm. Night Two. All right, you ready? Lovely, the band broke. Yeah! Right? Yeah. It's broken, but yeah. Good job. Give it to him. We're going to give it to him for sure. (laughs) Stephanie in Temple City, good morning. Hey, good morning. Welcome to... Kevin Blowhams, the hits. All right, I'm going to try my best. You ready? Okay. Like a dying bird. 
I mean, mm. I'd be surprised if they didn't pull me up on stage. <laughs> I'm going to take a stab in the dark mm-hmm. and do uh, the interrupter, she's Kersey. Yeah! Yes! That was wow. a stab in the yes! dark for sure. Oh, please. You're wow. welcome. You're welcome, everybody. Jennifer and Hawthorne, good morning. Good morning. I can whistle. By the way, now mm. this is what I've taken I away. Thank you. Thank you. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready? <clears throat> kind of, yes. Yeah. Kind of, okay. Mm. Oh, pretty good. That's- That was very good. I know it's Mumford and Sons. Yes. And it's not Heimer. Correct. Um, <laughs> not Heimer, right? It was. <laughs> not Heimer. I wish it was Heimer. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But we need your the song title. Oh. Is it Little Lion Man? Yes! yes! Wow. Why are you wow. like that, Allie? Kevin, you're really turning this around. I Listen, I'm a whistler. That's what I'm learning from this. Oof. Anthony in La Mirada, good morning. Hi, good morning. All right, your wrist sounds terrified. I can hear it's been going well on hold. <laughs> He's already I don't upset. Know how, I just don't know how they, they got two of them. Agreed. Or three of them. I have, uh, Anthony, I totally agree hey, with you. Hey, why don't you suck it? Maybe I'm whistling well. You think of that? No, he's not. Okay, they, okay. They must be Kevin. I yeah. Don't know. All right. Know. Well, here we go. I'm going to give him my best. You ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, monsters and men. Yes. Yes. Of Monsters and Men, um, I'm going to say Little Talks. Okay, what is going on? Oh, what is going on? Is this a practical Whoa! joke on us? What's happening? I'm like the Houston Astros. I'm giving You're the callers the answers. Sending them video. <laughs> Someone's got to be. This <laughs> is, is happening. Insane. You guys just can't accept that I am a beautiful whistler. No. Uh, no. You're just basically breathing. All right. Uh, Louis in Compton. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Louis or Louis? Louis. Right, you can do Louis. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Is okay. it Louis? Luis? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Just so it's neither. He doesn't that's care. Fine. He, he either doesn't one. Care. He doesn't care. Damn. All right, are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. Good, oh I got it god. at the end. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I don't know it. Oh! Nope. Oh my god. Um, Take a guess. Band from night two. Uh, 1975? Mm. No! That's the Rocketeur. Oh. That's the Rocketeur. Steady as she goes. Not bad. I'm sorry, Allie, what? Not bad. I'm sorry, Allie, what? Not bad. All I right. would say this, uh, the Little Lion Man... When you went down for that last note. It was very touching, it wasn't was, it? It was tender. <laughs> it was tender. All right, let's take one more. Let's go to Layla in East L.A. Good morning. 
morning, guys. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yes. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me take a drink of water. Not helping. Oh, not, not going to help. <laughs> not, Definitely going to slide right helps through. Helps me. Yep. Why don't you both just shut up? All right. <clears throat> oh, my God. Oh, I can hear your tongue working. Oh. Like the sound of that. No. I mean, that was, that's as, that's as good as I could do, Layla. <laughs> I have no idea. Mm. Yeah, nope. neither, neither do I. Yeah, I don't either. That was 21 Pilots stressed out. <laughs> when I was stressed out. Okay. Mm. That's what I did. How dare right. you? Uh, <laughs> we got four people, though. Yeah, that's pretty do. good. Right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I want to hear you guys say it. I'm a whistler. It was the best you've ever done, Kevin. All right. And you know who's going to reap those benefits? I do not. She's from Temple City. Her name is Stephanie on line three. Stephanie, congratulations. We will see you night number two. It's sold out, and thanks for playing the game. He's all about the blow and the hum, no whistle. And that's why we play Kevin Blow Hums the hits. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Time to check in with R.J. Bell. Because he's R.J. RJ, welcome to the show. Well, listen, guys, here's here's what I would say is when there's change, when there's a turning of the page, mm-hmm. it's it's nice if you have something foundational you can hold on to. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're saying. Well, is la you know, two weeks ago we won. Mm-hmm. Last week, even with all of the hoopla, we won. Uh-huh. And then this week, we're planning on winning. So right. you're 60% so far this season with, with the points, which with, is very difficult. Very difficult. And this is our sixth year, and we've won all six. Right. Right. <laughs> Just he wants to catch us up to speed. <laughs> so now the next stage. All right. The next stage, your big dog pick is Miami Dolphins plus six hosting the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Now, the Dolphins, this is all about the human tendency to have impressions. I mean, we can sit and act like we have a computer for a brain, but all of us know we don't. We have impressions, and some of them are biased. Some of them are based on recency. Some of them are based on, wow, that was something I remember from a long time ago. And certainly the Dolphins are a team. If you're even a casual NFL fan, early this season you would have said, man, that is a bad team. That might be as bad as any team we can remember. That was the impression. Mm-hmm. You know what the impression was of Buffalo? This team's not so bad. Yeah. They competed against the Patriots. They almost beat the yeah. Patriots. Well, what's happened in the interim? Buffalo's won some games, but they have not impressed. You know what Miami's done? They've proven that initial impression of them being so bad was just not true. In the last five games, Miami has outscored in net their opponent. Not Many fans would know that, and they've won the last two. So what do we have? We have a Dolphins team at home that's underrated, getting six points. They're plus six, but because of that early season impression, everyone thinks they're horrible. They're not. 
Miami plus six, big dog of the week. He, uh, RJ's been with Miami. He's he been has. saying this from the beginning. Uh, your best bet, you're going with the favorite or Oakland Raiders, minus 10 and a half. A lot of points. Hosting the Bengals. Now, this is one of those don't try this at home, right? Okay. And I often, as a guy who does radio, but I don't consider myself a professional like you guys, they do those. You guys do reads, right? You have your commercials, and it sounds conversational. It sounds nor. Don't try this at home, kids. If you're on the radio, <laughs> well, don't try laying double digits in the NFL. But I think the Raiders are in a great spot for that. Why? It is the worst team they're playing in the NFL. The Bengals. They are so bad. I mean, when you talk about professionals, there's a spectrum, right? The good ones, the medium ones, the bad ones. I'm not sure the Bengals coaching staff specifically is even professional level. It, <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. I, I mean, oh. one of their coordinators, right, who's the second, and you know, the, there's the head coach, and you've got two coordinators. One of them literally like five years ago was in a prep school. He wasn't even coaching college. He was coaching like 50-year high school kids. <laughs> this is the truth. And the Bengals are cheap. And, man, did they get what they paid for when it comes to the coaches. The Raiders, this is the first game of the entire season. John Gruden's their coach, very professional. They've been favored by more than a field goal. So sometimes you can be a big favor and take a team for granted. But Oakland hasn't had an easy game all year. They're going to revel in this easy game. And I think if they get up, they're going to just keep pounding the Bengals. So our best bet, Raiders, minus 10 and a half. And the big game, you're picking another favorite. That's the Carolina Panthers, minus five, hosting the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, the Panthers last week, they almost beat in Green Bay, the Green Bay Packers. Everyone's coming away saying, oh, they lost. True, but they almost won. So the truth of that game was Carolina's competitive against Green Bay, who's a really good team. On the other hand, Atlanta, the opponent, has had a horrible season, but last week was by far by far their best game. They actually beat as a big, big underdog the Saints and Drew Brees. So now it's recency bias. We talked about another bias. Everyone's saying Carolina lost, Atlanta won. Uh, Carolina had a, a better season, so let's make them a little more than a field goal. Uh-uh, they should be more than that. So Carolina laying the five is more about what everyone saw last week, but we have a whole season to tell us more than that. So we're going to go Panthers lane five over Atlanta. All right, to recap, the big dog is the Dolphins plus six over the Bills. Uh, Oakland Raiders minus ten and a half. Yeah, very rare for RJ. With the Bengals. And uh, the big game is the Carolina Panthers minus five hosting the Falcons. RJ Bell, you can follow him on Twitter at RJ in Vegas. The website is pregame.com. The podcast is RJ's Dream Preview. And the daily radio show is straight out of Vegas with RJ Bell on uh, Fox Sports Radio from three to four in the afternoon. RJ, we appreciate your time. And we'll talk to you next week. Congrats, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Because he's R.J. Bell. R.J. Bell. Yes, he's R.J. Bell. R.J. Bell. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. We had a conversation yesterday, more of an argument yesterday, mm-hmm. about people who recline their seats on mm-hmm. an airplane. Yeah. And we put up a poll, and it was very, very close. Yeah. I am shocked. I am shocked by this. 53%, it's all good if you recline your seat. 47%, nah, you're a dick. 
I am shocked by that. I thought the majority of people would say, you're a D-bag. No, it's a reclining seat for a reason. Right. Jensen's argument is? That you have a reclining seat in order to recline. It seems like a very easy argument. My argument is that the airlines have also moved the seats closer together so there's less room. Mm -hmm. So even though it's a reclinable seat, they're really already sort of... Shoving you seems in like there. a lot of homework to figure that out. So Bring you, out the ruler. Oh, they changed it up. So you just need to be considerate. That's mm. all I'm saying. I'm be being considerate. considerate by reclining a reclining seat. Oh, You're wow. not being considered to anyone except for yourself. I, I mean, am. Guys, it's not close enough. Guys, I don't even know they get. I didn't even you, know they moved the seats closer. Okay. You argued this yesterday. All right. Now it's mm-hmm. time to put it to the test because let's be honest, this is the deciding factor. Right. This is legal. It's time for a scientific survey. It's time for Kevin and Bean's scientific survey. All right, so we have some people on hold that are going to answer the question. Our first juror is Nikki from Carson. Good morning, Nikki. Good morning. So have you heard the arguments as presented? I did. Okay. And your thoughts on reclining a seat, dick or no? I think it's totally acceptable. (laughs) Totally acceptable. (laughs) And Kevin, if you could not lead the witness with dick or no, (laughs) that would be great. It seems right. like a whole different survey. Like they, Kevin's been <laughs> yeah. using that survey for years. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Narbe. Is yes. that right? Narbe? Is yes. that correct? Oh, okay. All right. All right. So sure. you, you've heard the arguments as well. If you uh, if you recline your seat, you're a yes or a no. I like to recline to recline my seat, but I don't like when others do it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm gonna need you to. That seems you like a no. No, that seems like a yes because he does it, it anyway. Seems like a no. You're going to have to I go would e- go with yes. Yep. I would yep. go with yes. Wow! Two yeses Two in a row. Two yeses. Wow. You people are assholes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adrian in, Can- in Granada Hills, good morning. Morning. You're the deciding factor if you vote yes, but you've heard the entire argument. If you sit down on an airplane and you recline your seat, you're a dick or that's perfectly fine. Well, like you mentioned, uh, there's very limited space in airplanes now, mm-hmm. um, so that's kind of a a-hole move. All right. Mm-hmm. However, oh. it's there, and you shouldn't be, you know, judged for using it since it's already there. So I'm going to say you're not an a-hole, a-hole for using it. Wow! I did Could not be a see totally this clean coming. Sweep. Ran the table. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's just keep going. Why? It's already, already one. Three I want to see if it could if it if can it go undefeated. Yeah. Uh, Richard in Alhambra, hi. Dick or no? Hey, how's it going? Dick or no? <laughs> um, it's a dick move. Oh, it's definitely a dick oh. move. This could okay. be a real comeback. It's there, it's there, but you know, don't do it. Okay. Come on. Okay. All right. I like it. Let's All see right. if they can mount a comeback here. Let's go to Tom in Riverside. Good morning. I think Kevin's being dick in this, but uh, go ahead, recline. It's there. Yeah! Use it. All right, Tom. All right. Wow. Okay. Everybody but one so yeah. far. Let's see what Mike says. Mike, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Dick You're, or no? Dick or no? Uh, I got to say, you can call me a dick all you want. Reclining is definitely okay. What's wow! happening? Big run How the table almost. Kevin did not see that coming. Pure wow. run the table. So it's all good if you recline your seat. Yeah. yeah. Don't let others recline on you, though, it seems. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that was good. Kevin and Bean's scientific survey. It's Kevin and Bean. K-U. Totally cool if people recline their seats. Mm-hmm. Yep. I didn't see that coming. Kevin, you got to change with yeah, the time. Just, I feel like people should be more considerate. Just lay it fully out, man. What's happening? Yeah. I don't uh, I don't like it. I don't like it a bit. Okay. Time for uh, one last what's happening. Here's Allie. 
listeners really let you down. They did. Like, you're super I thought, bummed. Honestly, I thought it would run the table against. No. Absolutely. It's called so. a reclining chair for a reason. Yeah, I know. Okay. Let's move on, you guys. Well, one of our favorite things that Jimmy Kimmel does on his late night talk show is he has celebrities read mean tweets. It could be NBA stars, could be actors, actresses. Well, now it's the music edition of mean tweets. Behold, Jimmy Kimmel. Billie Eilish dresses like she got her clothes stolen at the gym, so they gave her what they had in the lost and found bin. Why does Trey Cool from Green Day look like the emo version of Ted Cruz? <laughs> Alice Cooper looked 65 in 1972. How is he still alive? Lizzo, bus passes and Happy Meals. Two things that I imagine Lizzo has seen a lot of. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big bitch and I ride a bus. A tour bus, mother Where's yours? I just watched a muted performance of Cardi B and that bitch just looks loud without any sound on. How I look loud? I don't even think I'm like loud. Suck my (laughs) I feel like she's pretty loud. I asked Jimmy one time if his writers came up with those Mm -hmm. just because they were so good. And he Mm -hmm. said, nope. Yeah. They're they're all tweets. They're they're people. Absolutely. Well, speaking of Billie Eilish, who somebody tweeted looks like her clothes come from the lost and found bin at a gym. She has a new song that she dropped yesterday called Everything I Wanted. The song follows, of course, her number one debut album. It was recorded at both her home studio in Highland Park and on the road on tour this summer, co-written by Billie and her brother and sole collaborator, Phineas. Would you like to hear a little bit of Billie Eilish's Everything I Wanted? Big fan. All right. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat. Sounds, good. sounds real quick, good. That, uh, that wasn't it, though. That was Celine Dion mm-hmm. doing an interview with Gail King that airs tonight, yeah, I believe. that's the answer to you what wanted, food you like. But you wanted Billie I Eilish. I wanted Billie I'm Eilish, I'm sorry yeah. for my friend Jensen. Mm-hmm. No problem. I have the clip. Thank Mr. You. Bombastic, baby fantastic, <laughs> touch me in my back, Mr. Roll. That is uh, actually Beer Mug doing Shaggy oh. when we played tape of him doing... His impression of Shaggy to Shaggy, uh, which is disturbing on so many Inception levels. And I have it. Okay, thank you. Somebody once told me the world was gonna nope. roll me. I hate the sharpest tool in the shed. That is, uh, that's just an acapella group covering Smash Mouth. Oh, right. Yeah, that is I not. I knew I'd heard yeah, that Yeah, it sounds familiar, but it's you not. You wanted it's, Billie Eilish. I wanted Billie Eilish. Our bad. Remember Teen Mom? I, no, I don't remember anything because I have no ears anymore. That came on pretty the strong. The eardrums are gone. That came Apologies on pretty strong. Apologies to anyone wearing headphones. Good God. What is this song? What Teen Mom. Teen Mom. Remember okay. Teen Mom? I mean, sort of. What? Teen, what? teen Mom. Huh? It was Teen Mom. What? Okay. Gee Mom. Gee Mom. Teen yeah. She was wearing a gee. She's yeah. famous She's from... a big karate right. sweetie. Teen Mom. All right. I have it for wow. real. And can we make sure mine's very, very loud? Yes. Okay, Golly. thank you. That is uh, not Billie Eilish. That was Clownvis covering, uh, not or covering, Mizzou it's Tom. his original <laughs> That Baracos is him covering tacos. Neil Young's Barackos Tacos. <laughs> <laughs> this is Billie Eilish. Thank
A gem. That's amazing. I do enjoy her so very much. I like her singing about tacos, too. That was cool. Oh, yeah, that was good. Mm -hmm. And Barack. Sure. (laughs) Okay, you guys. This is a lovely story. Nope. That's a song of a singer. Thank you for clapping. Muggs was very into that one. Um, (laughs) Very into it. Wow. That is something. He still has blood dripping down his ear, though, from that last one. Just a little loud. Every single on. one of us jumped no. out of our seats. It came on a little strong. That's, a little? That's on me. It was on 30. It should have been on 6. That's on me. That's my bad. Oh my God. This story is just lovely. Firefighters in Australia have gained some attention for a note apologizing. Here's the thing. They left a note after they saved a man's home. This happened in New South Wales in Australia. And the man posted the message on Facebook. It was signed by the Rural Fire Service of Urunga. And he said, it was a pleasure to save your house. Sorry we couldn't save your sheds. P.S. We owe you some milk. What? After they saved the house, they were like, I'm thirsty. And they drank <laughs> the milk in the guy's fridge. I love it. They said they hadn't eaten for days. Not days, for hours. And they also had cheese and peanut butter. What? Hmm. Did what they it? sing a song? <laughs> He's just... Jensen, no. you played it 800 times today. <laughs> when God she didn't want it. it. I was looking for something else. <laughs> I just think that's a sweet little story right the there. Can we have somebody uh, let us know why it's peanut butter and jelly with a baseball bat? And then why does this version say something about a, a football, football cast? Or they saying cap. I don't know. Or a cap, football cap. cap? I think football tat. I think cap. Helm, I like helmet. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat. We have not solved any of these issues today, like Mm -hmm. I said we would, on a very special Kevin and Bean. You lied. Guys, remember the classic board game Candy Cane? Sure. Yeah. Now we're making it. um, Candy Cane? Candy Land. What? Candy Land. Did I say Candy Cane? Yeah. Yeah, nope, that's not a game. And you did agree. Thank you, Kevin. (laughs) Right away, you're like, yeah, I love that game. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) Yep. Play it all the time. I hate the, to ask what that game is, Kevin. <laughs> the ca- classic board game Candyland now comes in a milk chocolate edition. All right. It comes with 33 game pieces made of chocolate, now we're a paper somewhere. playing board, and a gold trophy. Eat it. I, I no can play idea. it once. <laughs> You're it. just eating all the chocolate. That's it. Sorry, kids. Uh, all of you lost. Kevin got to it. Daddy won. Good Lord. I don't know what... What beer mug's looking for? I don't but, either, but don't worry um, about it. All right, let's move on because it is. <laughs> hey, folks. That's it. No, no. no that wasn't it. You can't. You're, you're a little bit of blood still. Chocolate footsteps. <laughs> who smeared boo on K Rock's bathroom floor? Chocolate footsteps. Well worth it. That's what he was pulling. Well out. worth God. it. Well <laughs> worth it. It is. It has been a day. <laughs> And we'll wrap it up with some birthdays. Josh Dumel, Patrick Warburton, Prince Charles, Travis Barker. Uh, just uh, that's 
Clownvis again. <laughs> uh, Rev Run from Run DMC and former K Rock DJ. You know him, you love him, you miss him. He's dead though, you guys. Rest in peace. DJ Gene Bean Baxter. Would have been 90 today. 90 years old. He was so close. close. He wanted to live to 100, remember? Healthiest Mm -hmm. man alive. Hello, fellow kids. Hello, fellow kids. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Riley. A 5 p.m. commercial-free hour with Stryker and Klein is happening. Thanks to a random act of helpfulness and the SoCal helpful Honda dealers tomorrow morning. More tickets for the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.